Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. I'm excited to announce that I am growing. I am not excited to admit that the vehicle of growth is starting to appear as frustrations in life. So today I had something extremely irritating occur and I'm excited because I'm not only learning from the frustration, but I'm learning from it quicker. You ever had it a time in your life where you're like, bro, I'm more irritated or stuck on the irritation than I am getting anything out of it. There was a time that, listen, if something irritating would have happened today, it would have taken me weeks like to the point that friends and family or even myself will be like, are you still stuck on that one thing that happened three Fridays ago? Like, are you serious? But now it's like I'm, I'm treating it like TurboTax. It's like as soon as it come in, I'm trying to go ahead and circulate that thing because I don't want old situations and old frustrations weighing me down. My goal now when I'm looking at something is, okay, what did you come to teach me so I can go ahead and flush this down the toilet? Because as graphic and as TMI as it may sound, my thing has always been this. I can't hold yesterday's urine if I wanted to. The moment that I wake up in the morning, my body tells me, hey, we got to get rid of yesterday. So if the body shows you that, then I want the same thing to flow in my emotional realm, in my mental realm. Like I want to rid of whatever was yesterday. But now I'm I'm getting wise to the point that it's like I don't even want to wait and let it be a whole couple of hours, a whole a whole day. I'm trying to go ahead and get it quickly and get this thing turbo turning over and just all things that, right? So <laughs> I went ahead and had a situation occur. And you know what? And it's petty, right? You start looking at some of the things you get upset about. You're like, why am I even irritated behind that? But for me, it was the principle behind the thing. And no, I'm not going to spill the tea and give you the juice. I would just say something occurred. And I was just like, hold on, let me get a second pair of eyes. So I brought the situation to my husband. And I'm like, how would you look at this? And he was like, no, I can see, you know, depending on how petty you wanted to be, if you wanted your petty little bell, you know, to kick in, you could respond this way or you can do it that way. And when I looked at the foundation of my irritation, it was the principle behind you should already know that that was some that was not the way to approach that. And again, it was something simplistic. I didn't have to give nobody these hands or nothing to that degree, but it was just the irritation of don't you know that that's supposed to be handled this way? I didn't get it. And I started finding myself getting irritated. And my husband said something to me. He looked and he said, listen, don't let that one petty thing ruin your day. And as soon as he said that, it's like I got a download in me that it was just this whisper of life repellent. And I was like, hmm. So I, I molded over in my mind a couple of times. I'm like, life repellent. What does that mean? And I felt like I was developing and God is downloading this thing in me where he's like, listen, you know where mosquitoes, like no one goes, ooh, mosquitoes, yay, like they're so cute. Like no one's doing that. Mosquitoes are annoying. You do not want them to be around you, your food, no nothing. You know, they're inconvenient. We suffer 
okay, when they are present and then long after they have left or we found them and then splat on our skin or whatever, but it's uncomfortable. Long after the act of biting is done. And then what are we left with? We're left with trying to figure out how not to scratch the very essence of our particular area of skin off, right? And if you're anything like me, you what should have just been a nice little bite turns into a freaking golf ball because I'm having a reaction from this, right? And it's like now you have to do put a cream or you have to do, you know, old school. You put, um, they taught me to put the indention of a cross and that's supposed to stop the itching. Weird, but it does work. Trust me. The next time that something happens, you'll be like, okay, one that way, one this way. Do a plus sign real quick, the cross, however you want to identify it, but it works. But thinking about the mosquito and in all things irritation, when you experience that, you start to become wiser. And you're like, listen, never again am I going to an outside situation, picnic, concert, what have you, without my repellent. You see what I'm saying? You go ahead and you buy your off or whatever brand that you like to use. And you're like, Mm-mm, I'm wiser now to know that if I'm going to expose this part of my body, you know, unless I'm in a full astronaut suit, <laughs> then I'm going to need for these ankles mm-mm, and for this elbow, because that tends to be their buffet style menu. I don't know what my elbows are serving, but they like it. And I'm not interested. Okay. I'm not your gourmet situation. Have a nice day. Mosquitoes. But when I thought about the mosquito, I said, I have to treat life's irritations with the same level of repellent because I know that I stand for certain things and I have a posture when it comes to integrity, doing things in excellence. When I see that that is not reciprocated or walked out by certain people, I find myself irritated. And I'm like, look, I am not going to keep exposing myself, that part of my life, that part of my, you know, make myself vulnerable in that area so that the mosquitoes, whatever said person is, whatever said situation is, can keep coming and making a gourmet meal out of my principles. You see where I'm going with that? And so my thing with that, when I heard life repellent, it made so much sense. I was like, oh my goodness, never again. And I want to go ahead and, and that's when I picked up the phone and called you. I'm like, we need to stop getting into the slippery slope of being irritated by someone else's words or someone else's actions. Because I'm noticing like the more you make a declaration, whether it's verbal or emotional to commit to change, here comes the slew of all things mosquitoes and gnats. And you're like, I was just trying to work on my patience. I was just trying to work on forgiveness. Here I am trying to make sure that, you know, I'm looking out for other people and nobody looking out for me. And you have all these situations that it's just, it's inconvenient, irritating, and it brings on frustration. And you're like, this is not how I wanted this learning course to be. When I said I was going to work on forgiveness, I was talking about some stuff in my past. I really didn't expect to have some stuff come up now to try to test me to strengthen that muscle. Let me just work on, can I get my cardio up in the forgiveness realm before you start putting me in the weight room, please? Hmm? Life, K? Can you give me a little break, please? And this all kind of mustered up again from my husband kind of working me along. Whenever I find myself frustrated and I go to him and I'm like, I don't understand. And the reason why I go to him is because somewhere along the line, I have 
really identified in no shade to no one in the South. But because I am from New York, New York is a fast-paced, we're fast-witted, we're on our toes super-duper quick. We are, everything is just pretty much, I feel like, a five to ten notch difference. And so when I came to the South and I came to a small city, a lot of the times I look at my husband and I'm like, uh, translate, please, because that doesn't make any sense to me. Like little stuff. When I first came um, came around to this small city mindedness, um, popping up at someone's house is illegal in at least 49 states in my mind because we don't do it in New York. Um, addressing someone's spouse and you not talking to the um, the spouse, like you can't address someone's husband and their wife is still standing right there. Like that would get your head knocked off in New York. Like, I don't know what part. And so there were so many things that was happening in the small city that I was like, husband, translate. I know comprehend in this area. And what I kept finding out is it was literally like a, yo, they don't really know no better. Now, it may not necessarily be a north-south thing because I know if another person heard this situation, it would be like, no, I'm from the south and that's unacceptable too. So I just want to blame it on small-mindedness, okay? Because, you know, you get the big city, you get the big the big thoughts. So I'm just going to compare it, not a north and south thing as I am kind of was addressing it, but more so of a small-minded thing. And so he helped me out with this thing where he was like, you're going to have to understand ABC, meaning that reading fluently doesn't come regularly firsthand for everybody. Some people, you're going to have to tell them, hey, you don't inbox a spouse, a married man under any circumstances. I'm sorry. Like real talk, can we just, can I just be unveiled for a little bit? Early on in our marriage, um, one of... <laughs> One of a mutual friend, but is actually his coworker who actually then went ahead and messaged, you know, French me on Facebook. Um, she inboxed him just a smiley face, right? Um, or, or a headshot rather, one of those like old school because she's older, so whatever. And it was just like, hope you had a nice day. God bless you. And I was very confused, right? Because my husband and I, like, that's my ace boon. So we were like, I don't understand it. So I approached her because I'm his wife. Good morning. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let me calm down. Um, so I'm like just trying to get some background because I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt because, again, that New York thing, everybody's a suspect. Everybody is grimy, and you're not going to play me stupid. Like that's how we think in New York, right? So I'm like, I want to believe in my heart that you did not just do that. Out of all the times you could have done this, you waited till the early part of our marriage to do this? Because my husband was like, yo, she ain't going to have me over here looking like this is like familiar. Like we do this on a, this is just a regular Tuesday event. Like she's never. So then me being the spouse that I am from the region that I'm from, then I took it as super disrespect. Like either you trying to play me or you trying to test my husband. I don't know what part you're doing, but I will give thine the hands, okay? On any given day, play me not and still make it to Bible study on Wednesday, okay? And so I'm gonna calm down, okay, great. So I approached it with a quick question, bro. Um, oh, as a matter of fact, I'm telling the fib. My husband messaged her. 
and was like, when did we start, you know, because he felt like, and we agreed on that, that was a proper thing to do because, listen, that was something he needed to address. And she really had it in her mind, like, I didn't mean no harm by it. I just was feeling good on a Tuesday, and I just felt like, and you probably doing the same thing that I was doing now, right? The shake head at under no circumstances is that okay. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, I want to set the premise for you. This was an older woman, right? Or at least older than me. You know, we, we're not talking about booze. We're not talking about the side view picture. We're not, we're literally talking mid cleavage. If you wanted to put a line on a shirt and she had her, her phone pretty much closer to the knee. So it was a downward shot and it was just a cheese, like kind of like, but it was to me, it didn't make any sense. Like I'm real 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 I'm a huge advocate for I don't let one gnat get in the house because one gnat equals real quick to an infestation gnats are not about not about that game you find one gnat in your house you might as well just go ahead and just try to bomb the whole situation because there's never just one gnat so my thing is let's go ahead and tame the cub before the situation becomes a lion now did I look at the picture and feel like ooh, super disrespectful no was I intimidated without saying her you know how she looked in the physical realm no but I'm not gonna talk about nobody's grandbaby okay she's still somebody's grand baby so there was no intimidation it wasn't like how you gonna wear that revealing shirt and do all that it was just the premise of why do you feel comfortable sending my husband a picture in a private setting period period no other punctuation needed bruh period and so even and then when she was like oh my gosh I didn't mean it let me speak to your wife like so she tried to inbox me and I was just like I'm gonna go ahead and tell you just real quick yeah this is not gonna work yeah, this chemistry, if that's how your brainwave works, bro, you might as well just go ahead and gracefully bow out now because it's never going to be okay. How you think is going to get you hurt um, dealing with anybody who thinks like me or me. So let's just go ahead and just do each other a favor and say delete on both ends. Have a nice day. But she was so adamant of she didn't think she did anything wrong. Cool. So my husband taught me the method of ABC and what that means and what we have a mutual understanding is when he says ABC, he is telling me everybody doesn't see it the way that you see it, the way that you're expecting people to just get it at the fly. It is not taught to people the way that you have learned certain things. So some people are behind. So you're going to have to, you're, you're reading college level. You're going to have to come back down and ABC people. Teach them the way as as lightly as you can. You know, let's let's go ahead and put thine hands down, okay? And let's go ahead and teach people, ma'am, you are a married woman. B, my husband is a married man. C, the equation looks wrong. I don't care if you had the best intentions, the equation looks wrong. Do not set your life up that you are putting forth behaviors and actions that the equation looks wrong when you zoom out. I don't want to have to zoom in and say, oh, she didn't mean no harm and she didn't, but no, no, no. The, if the zoom out looks wrong, then that means that the behavior needs to be eliminated point blank and the period. And so when we had that situation that irritated me today, you know, fast forward years later, he's like, remember, babe, ABC. And I'm like, "Mm." I just want people to get to the point where you are intentional about the things that you're doing 
But until we all get to that point as a people, I feel like we need to go ahead and start intentionally spraying life repellent in certain areas of our lives. Relationships. Go, somebody does something that irritates you. Please don't keep arguing about the same thing over and over again. That You keep screaming about him keeping the toilet seat up or you know I don't like when you play like that. You are going to have to spray repellent in that area and say, listen, I'm not going to bank on you changing said behavior, said characteristic. What I'm going to do to go ahead and save thyself is I'm going to spray repellent on this area of my life to just ensure that no matter what you do, that I'm not going to continuously slip into this quicksand real quick, that I'm not going to keep being irritated and that I'm going to save thyself, okay? The job, you keep going to the job, oh, that coworker get on your nerves every single time. It never fails. She always says something stupid. She look at you and you want to claw her eyes out. He says such and such. Oh my goodness, your boss got one more time before he get a good after work curse out. Like you are just on the edge. And it's like, real quick, sir, ma'am, real quick, spray repellent on you before you even get out the car. Like, let's not even give people that much, that much access. Like you are walking into work with shorts on, you know, we're doing the whole picnic thing, right? If you are going to expose that part of your leg with no repellent, just expect to get bit. Skeetos is going to have a field day on your skin, ma'am and sir. So if you walk into the job without your repellent, guess what? The skeeto, and I know I'm saying skeeto, because that's what that's what my kids called it when they were young and I thought it was cute. It's not mosquito, it's skeeto. The skeeto bites is going to get done at the job. Don't be surprised. Oh, you had a good Tuesday, so you thought you was in the clear, but they came right back Monday with the right back at it with the white bands. Okay, so did you put your repellent on? Your children. You don't have to go down a downward, I'm so tired of telling you to clean your room, to brush your teeth, to do better in school, and if I tell you one more time, listen, you're going to grit your teeth to the point you're going to chip it. For what? Well, I messed up your dentistry. You know how expensive the dentist chair is? Listen, they're not going to make millions off of your frustration. Why do that? No, just have it where it's like, look, I'm going to go ahead and just start getting clever in my punishment, but I'm going to put this repellent on so that I'm not continuously losing deodorant by the boatload, right? I'm not, we're not doing this. I'm not going to keep irritating myself. You can forget about it. That family member that's toxic or that always wants something or they're just super duper emotionally, like, it's just, it's just a burden. Listen, I don't give people a title access to, oh, but that's my uncle, aunt, mother, sister. I don't care. Either you spray the repellent so that you now understand, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, I'm not going to fall victim. That's just my dad. <laughs> like, bro, that's just my mother. Oh, my sister, yep, that's my sister. I just You're going to have to tilt your head to the side and just do the sh- shrug your shoulders and just say... <laughs> That, that's auntie for you. <laughs> I mean, what you expect, you know, and not saying that you're not holding people responsible for their behaviors and, and the lack of, but just that you are no longer falling victim to here you go again. And you getting you producing this whole new realm and tornado of emotions. And it's like real talk. Can I tap you on the shoulder? That's what they've always done. 
Your sister has always acted like that. Your mother has always been erratic like that. Your father has always had that particular drug abuse or behavior, whatever violent behavior that's attached to that. He's always been like that. And you know what always has happened? You always fall victim to it. Spray repellent. So that you can be coastal no matter if they act cool this time, if they go back into their old ways the next time. you just like, eh. Shrug shoulder ministry on it. Like, please be the pastor of it. You see what I'm like? Just shrug your shoulders be like, ah, you know what? <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm not going to fall victim to it no more. Which is we're not, right? I, I just, I wish, it's like, I wish that we understood the importance of it's a trap it's a trap that you're walking in constantly it's the equivalent to knowing when i walk up this particular step i know that the eighth step no matter what um is wobbly and people have fallen i have actually fallen several times as a matter of fact i have some bruises on my legs and all kind of knee stuff and sometimes my elbows and my shin um because i've fallen through that too and so wisdom should kick in at some point when you start getting around the fifth and sixth step to okay i gotta do something different either you're gonna take a big girl and big boy lunge from the 6th to the eight, like uh, to the ninth, a 7th to the ninth. I don't know how you're going to do it. But something in you should say, mm, that step. Now, I don't care if one time you stepped, you know, a little differently and, oh, you didn't fall that time. But you need to step differently knowing that that, but that particular 8th step, yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> and um, I don't care how sturdy it appears this time. I know it's history. And so until someone comes and does some real construction, right? Until someone ensures that this thing is uh, is safe now to walk differently, I'm not going to blame the step for being, you know, not supported and being broken. I can't blame the step no more. I have to look at me and say, why aren't you walking different? Why aren't you taking the precaution needed to make sure you're good? You're putting the responsibility on the step, not only to make sure that they're stable, but to make sure that you're safe. That's a lot of responsibility for your life. And so when I looked at the fact that we can look at frustrations completely differently now, we can start taking the life repellent and just spraying it and going, mm-mm, you're not just going to keep making me your gourmet meal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to just keep giving you my piece as a server up. Here you go. Fresh off the box, my piece. Like, no, we're not serving that anymore. And I think that when we truly grasp s certain principles, like age doesn't equate to wisdom. I know that you expect it differently from such and such because look how much older you are from me. But you know what? Sorry, and I hate to go ahead and burst the bubble. Um, yeah, and it is kind of frustrating, but age doesn't equate to wisdom. You can actually teach somebody decades older than you and you look at them like, how is it that I can't learn from you? And you've lived decades before me. And that's because we cannot think that every birthday meant growth. We cannot think that people have gone to school and then once they left the, the building, they decided that, you know what, I want to keep learning. No, everybody is not a student of life. We can't, we also have to lay down that title doesn't equate to love. 
Yes, that's your mother. But that's because that little box, right, on the birth certificate where it says mother, that it's just waiting to be pre-filled, okay? Yeah, we can't look at that, but that's your mother. That's your father. But that's your twin. Like, we can't do that. Title does not automatically come with this grace period of automatic love. We can't even put that. That will be unfair. We need to go ahead and put down the ideology that job scenarity or the title, that doesn't equate to professionalism. Yes, that's your supervisor. Yes, that's the CEO of the EEO, what have you. Yes, that's the, you know, director of whomever. But you know what? Yeah, that, that, that doesn't come with an automatic professional way of dealing with people. And you would expect differently with him being and with her being and their statue in the company. But like, really? But So go ahead and spray that repellent or you're going to keep frustrating yourself. Church attendance doesn't equate to spiritual knowledge. Oh, I wouldn't expect that from, you know, she's been in the church and she's a deacon and he's a pastor and he's a, you, but they're still human. So you want people to apply their title before they understand their wiring and, and their own human intellect and innate ability? Don't keep irritating yourself. You're going to keep irritating yourself and it's going to grow to what church heard and all oh, the churches and none of the church overall is not the problem. It's the people inside of it. Okay. And until we start holding people responsible, we can maybe start having a better relationship with the church and with God. And that's the point blank and the period altogether. Because life teaches us that we must not rely on the crutches of our own expectations because it will fail us every time. So you already know, I expect for these conversations to be life-provoking conversations. I don't want you hanging up and saying, you know what, never looked at Skeeto bites like that. Actually, that's kind of cute, Skeeto. Never, <laughs> that's, no, that's not what we're supposed to do. I want to challenge you to look over the areas where you're like, you know what, now that you've actually mentioned that, I do tend to fall into the trap of continuously being irritated, frustrated, disappointed. You know what, I need to spray more repellent in that area. What area in your life do you need to do a fresh can, shake it real, yep, shake well, and spray it on your life immediately so that you can not only savor how you look at someone, the boss is not stupid, the such and such is not, no, no, we're going to stop putting all this harshness on them and look at us and say, you know what, because you have not grown with me, you don't know or, you know, all the little nuances about me but I know that that's irritating me and I can't expect you to change just for me so I'm gonna go ahead and put a nice little lather bather okay of this little repellent life repellent spray I'm gonna put that there to protect the both of us it's for both of our safety it's like the zoo we're gonna go ahead and put this bar up right here this screen this glass this right here not only to protect the wild animal but to protect the people on the other side we can't get mad that the lion keeps biting people you didn't put no protection between the two of them you want the lion to all of a sudden just change its whole innate ability of wanting to be wild and attack that's not wisdom so the same thing should be applied in that part of your life or you want such and such just to change just for you like, that's not, what, out of all the people they supervise, they're going to treat you different. 
And I understand putting certain law, you know, things down and understand this was like, look, it's not going to be a whole bunch of disrespect. It's not going to be the all you can buffet disrespect on me. Like, we're not going to do that. That's a different topic. I'm just saying, expecting for them to just have this upright posture all of a sudden. It's like, no. For you, that I mean, they have to want to change. There's so much that goes into changing and, and mindset has to do with it. That it's like, please don't don't even do that to yourself. Just put the barrier in between. Can you do that challenge? Because I feel like if we started doing more of that, there would be less and less frustrations and irritations. And it would just be like, that's all I needed? Right, that's all you needed? Just child protect proof the situation. Yeah, we're going to just go ahead and do that and then watch how lighter certain situations feel. And then you could finally come to the, the realization that such and such didn't change. I didn't necessarily have to change. I just needed to spray that repellent in between so that I can make sure that I wasn't continuously affected and impacted while this person is just walking on sunshine. Or just like, you know, they don't see nothing wrong with what they're doing, which is even more irritating. So I feel like you got what you needed in this conversation. I know it made me feel better. Because once I said that in my head, I was like, bruh, just spray the repellent. So from now on, whenever something irritating comes in your head, I want you to hear and revert back to this conversation. Just spray the repellent. Spray it, ma'am. Spray it, sir. I need you to spray it, right? So, as my good nanny says, all right. I ain't going to hold you. I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and get your spray. And do not try to sell it to nobody's Walmart. That's your spray needed for your life. Okay? All right. But I'm going to go ahead and finish my lemon water because, you know, she's trying to get her skin right and her body tight. Ooh, don't play. I'm going to call you back later, though, right? Okay. You take care. All right. Later.